Welcome to this Lexio Divina experience of reading, praying, and meditating on the Word of God for the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. My name is Anne Marie, and I'm in the Lexio Divina community in Cabroni Parish in Ross Trevor. Today, we will be reflecting on the Gospel reading from the 26th of June 2022. Father, we ask that through the gift of the Word and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, that our eyes will be opened to a new seeing of where God already is in our lives and at the same time where He is still to come. Feel free to pause the podcast at any stage in the journey and take it up again in your own time. Today's Gospel reading begins with Jesus setting his heart on travelling to Jerusalem to complete his mission. He's not welcomed in Samaria, which stirs up the anger of his disciples. He rebukes them and continues on. On the way, he has three conversations with individuals considering following him. He challenges them to consider the cost and commitment of being a disciple. We will take a few moments now to quieten our minds and hearts as we prepare to listen deeply to the gift of God's living word in today's Gospel. Our food for the journey this week is Luke chapter 9 verses 51 to 62. As the time drew near for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely took the road for Jerusalem and sent messengers ahead of him. These set out and they went into a Samaritan village to make preparations for him. But the people would not receive him because he was making for Jerusalem. Seeing this, the disciples, James and John, said, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to burn them up? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went off to another village. As they travelled along, they met a man on the road who said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered, Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another to whom he said, Follow me, replied, Let me go and bury my father first. But he answered, Leave the dead to bury their dead. Your duty is to go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, sir, but first let me go and say goodbye to my people at home. Jesus said to him, Once the hand is laid on the plough, no one who looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. In the opening sentence, the passage tells us Jesus resolutely took the road to Jerusalem 
an apt picture of his commitment to complete his calling on this earth without counting the cost. When the Samaritans don't welcome Jesus, his disciples believe they deserve to be punished. Would a good Jew ever have expected their Lord, who they've left everything for, to rebuke them for this? It is not what they expected from Jesus. This is followed by encounters with three different men who were considering following Jesus, and he challenges them about the cost. Jesus makes it clear to each one that a life of dedicated discipleship has its cost and is not to be entered into lightly. He asks each one to reorder their priorities. If they choose to follow him, their lives will change and they will need to let go and trust him in new ways. When he challenges them to leave it to others to bury their father and reconsider saying goodbye to their parents. Remember, this is the same Jesus who said, whatever you do to the least of these you do unto me. It's more likely a challenge to resist controlling cultural practices of the time than to forsake our elderly parents. As God clearly tells us in scripture to honor them. The passage finishes with Jesus using the metaphor of ploughing a field. In order to plough a straight line, a farmer needs to look straight ahead at a distant object. The Greek words for looking behind have a picture of constantly, continually looking back at things. The result is crooked and curved rows in the earth. Jesus' words remind us to keep our eyes on our end goal relationship with him instead of being distracted by petty issues along the way. As we ponder on the gospel, let us reflect on events in our lives where this gospel has been relived in our own lives or in the lives of others. One way of entering into this passage in meditation is to think of someone else who inspired you by their enthusiasm, commitment, and at the same time honesty about the challenges they've overcome. Maybe someone you know personally, or a leader, or maybe a world leader. Or maybe you're reminded of a time that you were confronted by the cost you would have to pay in order to follow the way of Jesus. After you'd made a commitment to a certain path, were there unexpected challenges you faced or that changed your way of looking at life? Thank you.
Were there comforts you gave up to show love? Or to follow through in a commitment in a relationship, a career choice, morals or values? Was there a time you only made it through by focusing resolutely on a commitment to love someone or to follow Jesus? In the coming days, let this meditation, this conversation between the passage and life experience Let it continue in the background as we go on our way in everyday life. We may be well surprised to find this gospel passage living again in many new ways. When the time is right, we may be moved to prayer and to thank God for the gift of this passage. We might take some time to let God know about our own challenges and struggles, to make a commitment or to stay the course. Or prayers for wisdom and grace for others who are finding their path a challenge. Thank you God for those times You've given us the grace to keep going when times have been tough. For those who've supported and encouraged us when we felt like giving up. God, we thank you for those who have inspired us by their commitment and dedication in a relationship or following a particular path. You might like to take a moment now to give some of your own thanks to God. God, we ask forgiveness for the times we've entered into relationships and projects with initial enthusiasm and commitment without thinking it properly through or being willing to pay the price. We're sorry for the times our paths required greater sacrifice and endurance than we had anticipated and we've looked for the exit sign. You may want to let God know now of anything you'd like to ask forgiveness for. We ask you, God, to help us embrace the cross on the path of faithful loving for others and ourselves when we are struggling, for the grace and support to push through to the end. We ask our Father to touch our hearts with healing and peace, with courage and strength to keep going and not give up through difficult challenges. 
Add now any prayer of petition that you may have. Thank you, Jesus, for walking amongst us, for teaching us how to live, and for the grace to follow you. Help us to take up our cross and walk in your steps to see your kingdom established on earth as it is in heaven. With a trusting heart, let the presence of God our Father now take over and draw us into a deeper prayer of silence and stillness. In the event of any distractions, perhaps we might choose a word or phrase from the passage. For example, that beautiful phrase, follow me, and repeat it in the quiet of our hearts to assist us on this journey into the Father's embrace. We rest our hearts simply and receptively in the presence of God, and we stay with this deep prayer for as long as it is given to us. May we enter God's presence as we meditate on the way.